0: What's good everybody, this is Silas from SilasBeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast, the podcast that helps you get ahead. This is episode 19, um, and in it I want to talk about um, a Facebook message that I saw. Actually, it's it's a string of messages and it kind of just culminated in this Facebook message. Um, There was a guy who was talking about beat sales and whatnot. I had originally done some posts, this was yesterday, on beats and... You know, making sure that you are aware of your um, agreement that you go into as a beatmaker as well as as a, an artist, as an artist, right? As a producer and as an artist, there's two sides to the agreement, one agreement, there's some sort of mutual agreement that needs to happen. That's why you guys are happy to continue working. And yeah, so today, um, I've had a, actually, I've had a couple of uh, comments where people were like, yeah, no, it's up to the artist. They'll decide what percentage they want to give the producer. And then I always say, my opinion is that the song is, it belongs to both parties, equally. If we look at our things traditionally, how they were, you we had two parties involved in the track. It was the people who were composing the track, your uh, your artists, so that could be, uh, sorry, it would be all of your, your, your producers, right? Everybody who was involved creating the piece of music right the, the the sheet music whatever it was you've got um you might have a team of three and then artists you might have three artists on the song three singers on the track now you've got two camps there and what they say or what should happen is 50 percent of the work goes to the one set and 50 percent goes to the other why because none is um, none can survive without the other you can't have lyrics just sitting around because that doesn't count as a song, that's not defined a song it's not a song if it doesn't have a beat at the same time, if you don't have lyrics over the beat although nowadays more and more songs have less and less lyrics on them it's not defined a song, it's defined an instrumental or a backing track right? so, both need each other and this is why you have that 50% split going both ways obviously, if you have leverage, which I speak about um, then you can always swing leverage in your way. So if I am a massive artist and I am known internationally and some national artist comes up to me and is like, well, we want to do this with you. And I'm like, well, cool, we'll take 70%. And that's the thing, that's my party. I've decided what I want. These are my terms. This is why, it's the same thing. If you look at soccer the way it is, not every player is the same amount. For you to be able to get someone to play in your team, you're going to be paying a whole lot more for Neymar then you are going to be paying for any other player um, who, it doesn't really matter whether it's a goalkeeper, wherever it is, but chances are you're going to be paying a whole lot more for Neymar. So you just need to look at that situation, understand the leverage exists and that is why. So most cases it's 50%, other cases there's, there's leverage that comes into play. Now, going back to this dude, he said that he will decide. And he says that if he buys a beat from me, it's his beat. And that's the decision that he has made. And I said, and I was, I was so, I was angry. I'm like, man, how can you come out of the woodwork and say, this is, when I buy it from you, I say it's my beat, therefore it's my beat and there's nothing you can do about it. If I choose to give you credit on the beat, I choose to give you credit. Sure, now, I'm gonna take a different approach and I'm not going to try and defend why I think what I think and he thinks why he thinks, but what I will do, Let's talk about the consequences of both, right? So, first first scenario is you have um, you have uh, an artist and they say, you know what, this, say, say this dude buys a beat from me, and he says, you know what? screw you, Silas. I'm not gonna give you any um, representation on the track. This track is mine. I don't care who you are, I don't care what's going on. It's mine, um, and that's it. I'm not gonna give you any credit. Uh, you get zero royalties. Like, okay, cool, sure. Do you think that I'm ever going to work with that guy again? Right, this is the outcome. Have we built anything, him and I? No, we haven't. Why? Because there's no association. I know my brand is bigger than his, so it's not that much of a worry for me. Because at the end of the day, he walks away and he can say the beat is his if he wants to. You can say it's his. It's fine, but he's not going to garner any attention. Had it been a situation where he's like, produced by. Not to blow my own horn, but that's how it is. We share in fans. I get some of his fans, he gets some of my fans. This is how people grow. Right? But instead, what he's done is he said, screw you, you are not getting any of the royalties, you're not getting any of the credits. Why on earth, why on earth would there be any um, uh cross-pollination, if you can call it that, of fans. My fans aren't going to go to him, because my name's not there, my name's not there. His fans won't come to me, because my name is not there. Cool, right? That's the one scenario. So we've got the scenario of, you've decided you're going to be selfish in the situation, you're going to do what suits you in the short term, and that's it, right? Remember, the upside might be, you feel good because you have ownership over the beat, now you have you go, you're able to say yeah this is my beat um silence has nothing to do with it okay cool make us another one now you're screwed because how on earth are you gonna make another beat just like that you're gonna have to come you have to come back to me and get me to make you another beat and remember what happened our relationship isn't so good i'm not gonna make you another beat All right so now you have to go elsewhere now this is where we get to relationship development People need to understand that your beginning stages are going to be tough. Everybody, no one's going to take you seriously. People are going to charge you for everything. People are going to give you full rates. And the moment you complain, they're going to tell you to get the hell out of their face. Because they don't have to deal with that. They don't have to to deal with you and your bullcrap. Right? So, what eventually happens is as you build your name up, slowly but surely more and more people try to come to you and try and mess with you. They will hit you up for recording more. They will ask you for features on their track. They just want to be associated with you more and there's less chance of them charging you. I know artists that don't have to pay for beats. They look in their inbox every day and there's... Some of them have even got dedicated beat emails. Beats for so-and-so at gmail.com. I'm like, man, that's actually pretty intense. <laughs> that's it. Like That there should tell you the power of relationship they've built up they've in and sorry the power of leverage because they've built up all the leverage in the world and because of that they're able to get free beats sent to them remember now again there's no percentages and whatnot i i would do that too if i knew that there's a possibility i would give my beat out for free if i knew that the person the person is huge and there's almost it's almost guaranteed that um that I'm gonna get, you know, that I'm gonna get huge accolades from being a part of this track. My name's gonna shoot through the roof. Most definitely I'll do it. I'll say it unashamedly that I would do that. But in a lot of situations, people get super, super proud and they don't wanna, they don't wanna say those things and they don't wanna, they're like, yeah, man, this is. Uh, I own this 100%. I need to watch out for my masters and do all of this. Yes, do. Th- be aware of it. Be aware of it, but Understand that at some point you're going to need to make some sort of concession as you're building your name up, right? So, second scenario: I um, sell a beat to someone, and what happens is they are they're like, "Oh, okay, cool. Thanks for the beat. You know, we all everyone's very thankful. Everyone's very happy. We great. It's a collaboration. It's happening, right? Now, collaboration happens, and they give me credit." Uh, We have a great time Great I believe in the track They believe in the track Um, I don't force them To promote it They don't force me To promote it Everyone's having A good time Right Guy comes back to me A second time He's like Hey dude you know I'd like to buy another beat But You know I I don't have I don't have The money to pay For a full beat I'm more than likely Going to be like Well okay um, What's your budget Looking like And they're like You know what I can't give you um, the 100% of the figure, but I can give you 75% of the figure. It's still quite early in the relationship, and we have we probably had a couple of um, uh, interactions. So I might say, you know what? I can't give it to you at 75%. Let's do this. You give me 75% now. Let's get going with the work. You start recording to do everything. Over the next month, see if you can come up with the other 25% then we, then I'll give you the, the beat, Everything's sorted, everything is fine. Cool, right? Sure, he does that, he decides he's gonna do that. Now, this is an opportunity for me, the beat maker, to test his trust and to test his resolve and test his seriousness. If he doesn't do it and he pays for a little bit of it and he decides he's gonna run off with um, uh, the, the tagged version of the beat, cool. That's the end of that relationship. Again, remember, relationship broken but should he complete the payment and come back and say cool dude i'm 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 good to go I, I he pays me the rest of the cash from this point now i've built up some trust and chances are we've spoken a little bit further than just Oh, what kind of music do you make? Now, I might have seen something on this timeline or maybe Manchester United lost a a match and now he's upset and he put something there and I'm like, oh snap, you're a Man United supporter. Then we start talking about other things, you know? Small little things that allow us to build that rapport. A little bit of time goes by. Now, I'm starting to believe more in this person's work. I'm believing in their work ethic. I, for one, am more interested in work ethic over talent. This is me personally you now. So when I see that work ethic, I'm more likely to jump in and try and help out. And there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people in this planet that have money and they're just looking for places to spend it. People have a lot of skill and they're looking for places to spend it. But unfortunately, the problem is a lot of people feel entitled to that skill and feel entitled to that money just because they can do a little bit of what they need to do. If you can show that you have the work ethic, then chances are you're going to get a whole lot more. So, you build this relationship, you come back to me after maybe the third or fourth beat, and you're like, dude, okay, cool, Um, can we make a plan? You know, I've uh, I've picked up two beats from you, I know it's been some time, I've been trying hard, this is my situation. Personally, I am more willing to slash that price. Happily, happily. Guy will come to me, I'll be like, okay, cool, Uh, uh, let's negotiate a new rate. Gives me his new rate, we're good to go, we good, and that's it. From then on, we have um, uh, we have a new price for beats. Done, done deal. I'm more than more than more than happy to do that. Uh, But again, it's all because of that relationship building. Now, because that first person um, because that first person told me that you know screw off, uh, I don't need your, I don't need your, yeah, well, you don't need your fifty percent. I'm taking it for myself. You know, he had his own way of trying to deal with things. Now, again, someone might say, "You know what? Sometimes artists pay for a whole lot of things, and that's why I feel that sometimes an artist doesn't really need to um, uh, give the producer anything because the producers already charge them." And I'm like, "Okay, cool, shut, sure, shut, sure. that's fine." And then people will take it one step further and say. Well, the artist isn't there to promote the track, the artist isn't there to do this, the artist isn't, I'm like, okay, cool, I get you. Now, as as an artist, this track is yours, right? Right? Sure. And you expect a producer to come in out of the street, out of nowhere, I don't know you as a music producer. You expect me to come and chase after you and promote your stuff. Mm. Essentially manage your, help manage your promotion situation, your marketing scheme. I say, cool. I'm gonna hit you up the next time I need some mixing and mastering done, and I'm gonna ask you to come to studio. I want you to sit in the studio with me, and you're gonna mix and master this track with me. When I've got artists that need to come in to record, you're gonna sit with me, and you're going to record those artists. We're going to go. It doesn't matter how good they are or how terrible they are. You're going to sit with me. And we're going to record. When it comes to beats, I want you to go home. You're gonna get. Uh, I don't care what software you use you're going to do the same thing. You're going to contribute to what's happening here. And guess what? You're also going to pay for the equipment. we are going to go 50-50. If you want us to go 50-50 with the marketing, remember that I I didn't come into existence when you came to me. I bought equipment. If you have a good 20K to throw down, we'll go in. Harvey's. We'll do it. I'll do it. But the problem is people don't understand this. And they're like, yeah, um, uh, I'm gonna be bringing you because it's my track. I'm gonna be bringing you fame and I'm gonna be bringing you fortune. Sure. Remember that this this is, you might, but it's a, it, there's a there's a there's a big chance that you might not. You know, it's it's just how it is. And unfortunately, when people big themselves up like that, especially so early on, it's so annoying. It it bugs me so much because I've dealt. I deal with the two spectrums I deal with people who are just starting out and I deal with people who have been at it for some time sure there's some people that are big that are complete dicks but there's also people out there that are really um, humble they've got a lot you're like man you've got a fan base you're getting gigs you're getting paid from your work yet you can still remain humble yet there's this person who started rapping two weeks ago I think this is my issue when people come through and there's that entitlement when they don't know they don't know they don't understand that there's so much more to do the mountain they think they've climbed that mountain they think they're 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 halfway to the top but the unfortunate thing is and I I put it in a blog post that I did today the unfortunate thing is people trying to climb to the top are on this mountain treacherous mountain that's just got this haze it's got this mist on it and you can't necessarily see to the top so what ends up happening is you don't know how high you up how high up you are on this mountain and you end up saying yeah 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 no 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 i'm close to blowing up or this track is going to be a banger if we were to clear that mist and that's what i try to do with this podcast that's what i try to do on a daily basis is just to clear that mist so that you can see where the top is and how far you are from it if i was to clear that mist it would scare most of people most of the people out of the industry if i told people how, how hard they needed to work in any case the developing of the relationships and building of relationships is so important. Um, and um, another example I gave was um, uh, Drake and 40. I can bet you that 40 is not charging Drake for beats. Dre and Eminem. can bet you Dre probably didn't charge Eminem for beats. Guys were broke when they started out, right? So, as a solution to all of this... Uh, all of this argument about uh, how who's going to charge who and who's going to pay who understand that two things are always going to be that way. The first thing is as an artist you are either going to have to pay for beats use free, free tag beats um, or pay for beats. It's going to be one of the two After having paid for beats if you're able to build up a relationship you're going to find that beats are going to start following you all Right? It's going to be one of the two but you're not going to get into a situation where you've got zero fan base. You, you, you drop out the sky and all of a sudden, you're telling people, I'm not going to pay for this. And if I do, then you're getting nothing. This is the, that's the quickest way to burn all your bridges. All of them, every single one. Then the other thing is if you really want to go that way, if you really want to go the agreement way, and you want to have contracts and stuff in place. I've got people that have contracts in place. I've got some that don't is I know the people who don't have contracts They 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 just need beats And I respect that They know Cool this is just a stepping stone I just need beats We just need to get this operation going And they Off they go Sure thing Other people are um, And there's nothing wrong with this It's actually I like it when people say You know what can I get some sort of an agreement Sure So what I do is I've got an agreement It is pretty generic And then We um, uh we go ahead with that agreement done but remember there's an agreement in place I asked them to read through it um, they probably give it to one of their lawyer friends and then like oh, this is a standard contract this is what they're saying cool done deal off off they go done deal right so if you want to have the agreements and you don't want to burn bridges like everybody's doing I see it happening left right and the center now if you want to have agreements yet you don't want to burn bridges do this have your agreement, but actually sit down with the artist and talk. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to talk. Sit down with them and say, let's talk about percentages. i do it. i will be like, okay, cool. So how are we going to split this? Especially if I feel that there is a little bit of potential in the song. How are we going to do this? They, they're they like, oh, snap. Okay, cool. We talk about the percentage. Are we going to run it down the middle? Cool. Do you feel like you're worth more? Do you, do you feel like I'm worth more? I've seen people that have given me 60% and I'm like, no, 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 no here's how we're gonna run it, let's go 50-50, or I'll even, I might even give them, I'll say, you know what, we're gonna flip it, and I'm gonna give you 60. But that's because we've communicated. But now the problem is, and this is uh, one of the guys from Samro was saying, that they sit with so many disputes because you've got people that collaborate, whether it's artist and artist, or artist and producer, or who or producer and producer, or artist and art, whatever, this, whatever the, the, um, uh, the dynamic is, They sit with disputes because one artist comes in and decides, I'm gonna make it 60, 40. Another artist comes in and is like, you know what? I'm going to make it 70, 30. And now what happens is they sit with a dispute at at Samro. Now nobody gets paid until this dispute gets settled. Crazy, right? That not wanting to talk so that you could try and make more money actually resulted in you Making no money and now you're forced into a situation where you have to go and talk You have to go and sit down with people um, and Solve a dispute and try sitting in a room with someone you screwed over try that thing It is not nice. It's not gonna be nice So yeah, even with me like when I when I conduct my when I have when people hit me up a lot of people hit me up I don't swear at people. I don't shout at people. That's me, right? That's my preference and that's how I feel. I want to run my thing. And sure, that's, you know, that's, again, it's personal preference. Um, But I, yeah, I try and keep it amicable because I know at some stage this person might be big or I might need them someday or something might happen. And I don't want to be in a situation where now I'm like, shit, you know, I wish I had uh, I wish I'd been a better person to this person All right, so yeah, just remember that your relationships are so important um, Agreements are so important. Just agreeing in general is so important um, and Yeah, read your contracts Actually talk to one another as an industry as a, especially in the hip-hop industry We don't speak enough to one another about problems and whenever we realize that there is an issue, you know, then there's blaming that happens. Ah, to so-and-so's fault. That's why I did not no, 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 no. And sure, it might have been their fault, but don't be the same, you know? Don't contribute to the nonsense that's going on out there. You just be the best version of whatever it is you can be, and you're gonna see good things are gonna start happening to you and for you, right? Um, Yeah, so if you wanna send an email through, you can. Uh, send it through to businessasiderspace.info. Or what you can do is um, head through to my website, which is uh, www.silasbeats.info, and we can keep the conversation going. Peace.